0: and welcome to The Dinner Table Podcast, where we bring the conversations to the dinner table that your family wanted. not Today we will be discussing cancer culture, where it began, how it impacts our society, and what we think about it ourselves. This is just a little disclaimer. Both me and Griffin's opinions do not reflect the state news in any way. They are our own opinions. They also don't reflect how we might feel in the future. It's how we feel now. Um, and all of these opinions are up for change. Also, we'd like to make a disclaimer against sensitive topics, Going on here, um, so just know that before you start listening. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast.
1: Joining us at the table this week is Tate Snyder, principal strategist and owner of Piper and Gold Public Relations. So, how would you define cancel culture?
2: So, I think cancel culture is just another term for. Something that's been happening for a long time, which is when a public figure does or says something that people take issue with. And then as a result, they either choose to stop supporting that business or they call for boycotts or call for someone to be fired or banned or just, you know, basically ostracized in one way or another as a result of their actions or what they've said.
0: How do you think that cancel culture impacts an influencer or a celebrity?
2: Well, I think that, you know, with social media and with the way that we're using social media now, particularly things like Instagram stories, where people are much more in the moment and they might be talking off the cuff, um, this whole notion of cancel culture requires people to be more thoughtful and intentional in their actions, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. But for the most part, when we're seeing people be really affected by this quote-unquote cancel culture, when we see them get canceled it's rarely because of some little slip up or flub, right? Like this is not because they were on an Instagram story and they accidentally said a little tiny thing. This is usually because of either pretty significant things that happened in their past that are coming to light or um, pretty egregious errors on the part of celebrities or businesses.
1: So social media is a big enabler in this happening, right? Like, this is why it's so prevalent in society now, it's because of social media and all that, right?
2: Yeah, I think that social media simply gives more voice and allows people to see and better understand perhaps perspectives or viewpoints that were always there um just now people have easier access either directly to those through people's own accounts or uh, through media being able to more readily broadcast and share information with people
0: and then how would you go about building like so you are a pr agent how would you go about like building your person or
2: personality or you know, the person you're working for back up after being canceled? Well, I think the first thing you have to ask is, do they deserve to be canceled? (laughs) You know, there are some things that people do or say that it is perfectly acceptable to not build them back up, right? Mm -hmm. To cancel. Um, If that is not in alignment with your values, if you find what they've done or said reprehensible you have every right (laughs) to go ahead and just disconnect from that individual or that company or that brand, whatever it might be. So as a PR person, the first thing you have to ask yourself is, is this someone who deserves my help from a value standpoint? Do I truly believe that whatever they did or said was either something that they've grown from and learned from since it occurred, (laughs) or the much more rare case would be an actual misunderstanding or an actual misinterpretation. You know, that's what we see a lot of people fall back on. Oh, well, it was taken out of context. People didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all you can do as a PR person is sort of do your due diligence, do your research, and assess based on your interactions with that individual or with that company, do I really believe that? <laughs> is there evidence that shows through their demonstrated actions that that isn't what they actually believe or stand for? Um, so the first thing you have to do is figure out, do you want to go on the defensive For this person or for this organization and if you do truly believe that either they've learned from the incident or um, that it was actually a misunderstanding then you go about figuring out what damage was done as a result of their behavior or actions um, and then what can you do to make it better Uh, what what apologies are great (laughs) But apologies have to be backed up by action. And so what actions can be taken to demonstrate the actual remorse and understanding of the impact and, as much as you can, uh, a, a fixing of the problems that you've caused?
1: Once someone has been vetted and you've decided to represent them, Um, especially in the cancel aspect, Um, what would your first move be after taking them on? And, like, what would you do first to try and build back the person or the brand's reputation?
2: Well, I think there's got to be a genuine, authentic understanding and remorse for whatever happened. And you see this play out in a lot of different situations. I think this happens a lot, you know, when things come up from people's pasts right that's when you know if somebody does something really stupid and offensive right now i'm not gonna feel super bad for them Mm -hmm. like you know you know better or you should and if you don't you're getting what's coming to you Mm -hmm. um but but for some people who you know i think justin trudeau is a good example of one of those who right now, you know, we're we're it's kind of died down in recent days and weeks, but you know, a couple weeks ago there was the big uproar about him um, a while ago wearing a halloween costume and brown face. Yeah, that's that yeah. that's mm-hmm. dumb and <laughs> offensive and um, And he very quickly came out and said, I didn't realize at the time that that was racist. And I have grown, and I genuinely apologize. Now, that's what most people say when a blackface photo comes out or when a super sexist thing that they said comes out. Everyone says, I'm sorry, I've learned. But all you can really do is look at their track record and see, have they actually? Mm -hmm. You know, so often you hear about the the Me Too situations, right? And they say, like, well, I've, I've learned, I've done better, but they just did something stupid six months ago. Yeah. And I think Justin Trudeau is one of those examples where if you do some research into his actual track record working on equity, equality, the representation of his cabinet and the people that he surrounds himself with, you do see one of the more racially diverse, gender diverse, LGBTQ diverse political bodies in the world. And so does it make it right that he screwed up? No, he screwed up. That that was super racist. Super racist. Um, but may it be more credible when he says, yeah, I screwed up and I know it, <laughs> um, but I've tried to do better and my actions demonstrate that. So I think that when you first are facing these kind of situations, you really do have to look at has someone backed up the apology (laughs) with actual actions. Another good example, Lansing Ignite had a situation, the soccer team here in the Lansing area, had a situation where a player made a just really inappropriate, derogatory LGBTQ comment. And... Rightfully so. People were pretty up in arms and brand new team, ready to kind of cancel public support for that. Mm -hmm. But the team very quickly came back and said, okay, we're going to donate money to LGBTQ causes in the community. We're going to have our players volunteer. We're going to go through bias training. Um, And they demonstrated we're actually going to try (laughs) to make amends, to change the minds of the people even on our team who clearly have biases um, and homophobic attitudes and we're going to try to make a positive impact. So I think you can say you're sorry all you want, but you got to back it up with actual action And and at the end of the day, it's really hard to know if someone is actually changing and growing or if they're just saying it because they don't want to have to deal with the fallout. Um, And that's where it just comes down to that trust and to knowing and to, Mm -hmm. you know, following your gut and your own values to say, is this something that they can make up for or is it okay to cancel them? This notion of social media influencing our perceptions of individuals and Us understanding what they really believe and whether or not that is super important to us is a very personal, individual decision, but for many people it does affect their interpersonal relationships just as much as it might affect where they're willing to shop Mm -hmm. or what celebrities they think positively about. Mm -hmm. How are you
1: doing today, Griffin? I'm doing great. Tessa, how are you?
2: I'm good. Are you ready to talk about cancel culture? I'm
1: so excited to talk about cancel culture.
0: It's not, it's never been an official discussion. I, I to do talk agree. To, uh, people and I see it all the time. James Charles tweets about it all the time, and I just want to know, like, what the professionals think about it. What you think about it? Of
1: course, it's really a hot button issue in society, whether we realize it or not. Everyone's getting canceled. At. Captain everyone's getting right. canceled. I mean,
0: um, who, H&M got canceled, my boy Gucci got canceled, James Charles got canceled, Tati got canceled, who else we got canceled? Everyone's
1: Kim. getting canceled. Kim
0: Petras, uh, Emma Roberts, we've got Jo's, Roseanne?
1: Roseanne Barr.
0: Roseanne Barr, Sean Mendes, New York Times, Soul Cycle.
1: So many people are getting canceled, and there's even politicians who are getting canceled, like Justin Trudeau. Canceled.
0: Canceled. And what are we gonna do about it?
1: What are we gonna do about it?
0: Can you tell me a little bit about like where cancel culture stemmed from? If there's a past? Is it new to our society right now? Does of course.
1: Already? Well cancel culture derived from call-out culture which is basically calling someone out for having shared an opinion or done something that goes against someone else's morals. So you're calling them out in the public kind of like publicly shaming them. But cancel culture specifically is going out and doing all of this stuff with the intention of ruining someone's career, ruining someone's image, a brand's image. Just, it's so focused on punishment, even more so than just calling someone out and acknowledging that someone said something racist or homophobic or something. In cancel culture, you're trying to get that person to... Suffer. Basically, suffer for something that they said in the past or even the present.
0: Okay, so what do you think are some pros and cons to cancel culture itself?
1: Well, I do think that the accountability for past remarks. If you said something racist on Twitter, I do believe that... You know, someone should have told you, probably when you first tweeted it, like, that's not right, you should take that down. So the fact that these old tweets are being brought back by a lot of public figures, it really just, it's a testament to the time that it was posted. Because if you didn't delete it and you just left it up,
0: then that means you thought it was okay. Then
1: you thought it was okay, and everyone that was following you thought it was okay as well.
0: That's true. Yeah. And
1: those same people are the ones who are doing the canceling now. So it is like a shifting of the times thing.
0: Holding people accountable is important, but whether or not cancel culture actually makes people want to do change, or it's just more like, oh, I need to change now because people. I'm losing my fans, and I need to make money. And like my career is going down the hole.
1: It is. And it
0: wasn't like before. Like I actually care about these people. Like oh, I might have done something bad. It's just more like, it's centered around them.
1: Yes, I do think that it's centered around the public figure or brand, themselves in a way. Because if they don't have that fan base, they're not going to make money. So whether they feel obliged to come out and say, "Look, I didn't mean that." Even if they did mean it, because they can't lose that core demographic of fans that they would had they not acknowledged.
0: What are some of some examples of people getting canceled? Some of your favorite ones. Some of
1: my favorite people who have been canceled. Well, I th- I think it's interesting, not the people who are canceled, because for the most part, I agree with everyone who actually gets canceled. Okay. For the most part, like Kevin Spacey deserves to be cancelled. He deserves to not be in films anymore because he's a sexual predator. Yeah. Like And se- there's
0: no tolerance with that. There's like, no
1: tolerance for sex people who commit sex crimes, like they deserve to be can they deserve to be more than canceled.
0: They deserve court cases. Jail time. Jail
1: time. Jail time. Jail time. Jail time. But a lot of Society is so weird in the sense that if you like someone, even if they did something heinous, you're probably not going to actually cancel them. You know, like, you might say, oh, that was wrong of them to do, but you're still going to support them if you're a fan of them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah. I think there's, like, a lot of people guiltily watching people now. You know, like... A lot of people are like, oh, like, that's my belief. And like, yeah, I was on Twitter canceling them. But like, do I still buy James Charles makeup palettes? Yes. Do I still buy Jeffree Star stuff? Yes. You know?
1: Yeah. And I think it, especially in that community with all of that drama, there was a lot of canceling in the beauty guru YouTube um, drama. Yeah. So everyone was canceled, pretty much, but yet these people still have fans. They still get Shane Dawson series. Mm -hmm. They still get sponsorships, all this stuff, even though they have done blatantly racist things.
0: Yeah. uh, Because even, I mean, like, even Shane Dawson has gotten it with um, his character. Yes, his
1: past characters. That
0: he did blackface for. And I'm sorry that I laughed a little bit. It's just ridiculous to think, like, he thought that it was okay to do that and he's and he gets away with it and like jeffree star gets away with being very racist and
1: Mm -hmm. yes um
0: like james charles got away with like being predatory and
1: like it's it sucks that these people are getting away with it like shane dawson how he went from creating videos with this character in blackface and now he's making hour-long specials that everyone wants to watch and everyone just wants to be a part of. Like, it doesn't make sense that there was a movement to cancel Shane Dawson, and now, after that cancellation, quote-unquote, he's still... he's doing even better than he was. Yeah. So, does cancel... does cancel culture really work?
0: Does it impact change? I do not think it is and I don't think it's I think in some cases it's easy to argue that it actually gives somebody more attention you know like it's kind of like get through the bad get through the storm and then you'll end up with like all these fans like like people are looking sometimes people like to watch things because they hate them you know and like
1: exactly yes yeah, exactly so if,
0: if it's a controversial thing like we can count how many views. The whole Tati and Charles James Charles thing got.
1: And they make money off of those views. And
0: they make money off of it. They make money off of being. We don't even know if it's true. It's, it could be completely ridiculous. It could be, a PR stunt.
1: Literally, I didn't even know who Tati was.
0: Yeah, she. And now, did now she's not a exist.
1: now she's a household name, even though all of this shit kind of transpired with that, and now she's. She's popular now, even more so than she was. You know, and the same can kind of be said going back to the uh, question that was posed like five minutes ago about favorite people who have been canceled and whatnot. Emma Roberts, twenty thirteen, she was arrested for domestic abuse against Evan Peters, and then that upcoming, um, that upcoming fall, she was starring on American Horror Story, and now she's the lead. She's like the main actress of American Horror Story, af- even after she and Evan Peters both domestic violence so it's like she's not being held accountable he wasn't held accountable because according to reports they were both involved in the physical altercations and they're both their careers are thriving after domestic violence like Mm -hmm. it's just it's weird because no one wants to cancel Emma Roberts or Evan Peters or a beloved person in society's view I'm I'm just gonna be candid. If someone is a Republican, they're more likely to be canceled. By in this
0: day and age, I would say so.
1: By Democratic. I do think that it, cancel culture is very.
0: It's very. It's very liberal. It's, it's very it tied is very liberal. liberal movement, yes. I think, and yeah, so like, it is like a war, kind of on like, on Republicans, kind of like it's I, like a it's a a tool to like go at them and be like. This is wrong. Like I'm gonna cancel you. Yes. Cause it's very rarely like you see it on the Republican side where they go, oh LGBT pride parades canceled or like. Yes. Yeah, it's just more like those are wrong. Like I can't believe those exist.
1: Yes, like I I do feel that way. Like you always see the people like I'm not shopping at this brand because they they support LGBT rights, LGBT rights or something. But the same thing, like, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A donates to...
0: To conversion games. To,
1: yeah, um, organizations that are not LGBT-friendly, But and a lot of people are like, no, like, I'm not going to Chick-fil-A, I'm not supporting Chick-fil-A. And while they might say that, they'll still go to Chick-fil-A.
0: Yeah.
1: They'll still... It's so weird. It's like a... It's like a front that you put on
0: i think like society itself might care about canceling you know because you're so like you're so detached from it but when like push comes to shove and like you're you're up there and you know like things are happening like let's say like someone says oh this happened with this celebrity and they're canceled but then they come to your town and you have this chance to meet them most of the time people are going to come meet them and stuff it's just People are actually sticking up for what they're saying. And I think also with the Emma Roberts thing, with the Hollywood thing, is that people... It might say more about people in Hollywood than it does about Kenza culture itself. Because, mm-hmm. like, Hollywood and, like, the entertainment business most of the time can, like, will overlook those things. And they will... Like, they're a male-dominated sphere in globe, mm-hmm. so, like, it's just, I can see where, like, those things aren't gonna matter to them, like, but, like, things that are more smaller where the fans are really counting on them, like YouTube or yes. stuff like that, where it's not, they don't really have a thick, it seems more personal, I guess, like, they have PR, but it doesn't seem like they do. So mm-hmm. if they don't have fans they really are kind of screwed. Like they don't have this whole like manager like hookup, they don't have a show hookup like a contract where they're getting yeah. paid through a company that's basing on views. It's like there's not middleman's like
1: Exactly, exactly. You
0: know? yeah. So I think for for like Emma Roberts to be cancelled and still getting shows is just is like something different from James Charles being cancelled. And people still supporting it. I do
1: agree. I do agree with you. I think the business that someone is involved in definitely contributes to...
0: The impacts of their... And cancel.
1: how how canceled they really are. Mm-hmm. Because Emma Roberts is still making a shitload of money. Yeah. James Charles even, still making a shitload of money. But for a time, he was losing followers. Yeah, he
0: lost, like, maybe $3 million in yeah. two days.
1: He lost a lot. And while he's rebuilding. Like, Emma Roberts never...
0: Never took a blow. She never really took
1: a blow. Yeah. And, like, even in the music industry, if you're canceled, like, people are still going to listen to your music. People are...
0: People like to... They like to separate it. So, I think people like to... They like to say they're canceled, but they make excuses. Like, with Kanye, like, oh, I don't support... Kanye, Kanye. But I do support him as an artist.
1: Yeah. And but
0: that's supporting Kanye.
1: That's quite literally supporting Kanye. That's you,
0: directly supporting Kanye.
1: You cannot cancel someone and then continue to subscribe to that person and, and their content. To give them
0: your money. Yes. So they can have your money and spend it on the causes that they believe in, if you don't believe in that. So, like, you paying for a Kanye album is giving him money which directly will go to, like, maybe supporting Trump's campaign or maybe, like, getting him on the rise so that he can go out and publicly say these things that are just, like, obscene and, like, don't make any sense. And then that spread to the wider public and then that becomes, like, normalized. Like, when he said that racism was... I mean, not racism, slavery was a choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, like, you keeping him at the top of the charts is letting him say these things.
1: It's definitely enabling. It's an yeah. enabling thing to do.
0: Yeah. So I think cancel culture just isn't isn't productive.
1: It's very unproductive and it's very roundabout if that makes sense. Like you're never just going to cancel someone and then it's done. Yeah. Like that person is going to somehow because of how I don't know the word, but like how fluid, I guess, people's opinions are of other people, especially public figures and brands and all that stuff. If they do something that someone deems is wrong, but then they try and correct it, especially if you're a fan of that person, you're gonna be like, oh, okay. They said they're sorry. Like, they explain themselves. It gives you an
0: excuse to continue. Do you have, like, a good example of any celebrity, any corporation that's really done something wrong got canceled or got backlash and actually did something other than an apology to show you that like they have learned
1: from that i know lady gaga did a collab with r kelly do what you want and then after that whole r kelly thing went down she removed the song from streaming platforms like she's not getting money from that song anymore Because the profits also benefited R. Kelly and she would be getting money from something that R. Kelly was affiliated with, you know? Mm -hmm. So she, I mean, that's probably the best thing that I could think of as in, like, reparations for being canceled. She did remove R. Kelly from Art Pop, the album. But that still isn't... Is that enough?
0: Because Was that her direct
1: fault? She was canceled was- for working with R. Kelly because at the time, it was 2013, I think, there were allegations against R. Kelly at that time, but she took it off the album when the documentary came out and he, like, actually faced the repercussions. R. Kelly, perfect example of someone who just, like, escaped cancellation up until recently. Because these allegations have been going on. It took too long for R. Kelly to be canceled. Mm-hmm.
0: And then he finally did, and then and then right. that pushed, like, this cancellation wave of anyone who's, like, affiliated with anyone him? Anyone who's
1: affiliated with him or been affiliated with him, yeah. Okay. And it's weird. It's weird because the same kind of thing with Kevin Spacey, who is a sexual predator just like R. Kelly. But, like, people didn't want... Like, Kevin Spacey lost his job on House of Cards. He was forced, not forced, but, like, he just kind of disappeared from the limelight, or spotlight, really. But then he posted a video of him in his House of Cards character. Really weird video, if you want to watch it, but... And I looked at the comments, I remember looking at the comments, and people were like, I'm so glad you're back, like, I'm so happy that... Please return to House of Cards, and it's like, this person is an awful person, like, Indisputably, but these people still are excited and still support him and still follow him on social media, but nobody seems to care. R. Kelly sings Ignition, that song, and that's like a popular song. He's probably still making money from Mm -hmm. people streaming and buying and listening to that song. I guess
0: to combat like... Everybody not getting the repercussions for things. I think some people who actually have things to take away do face repercussions in some aspects. I know some people there have been some cases in which people have like lost their jobs completely because of this. Like um the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy films.
1: Oh yeah. Has,
0: somebody dug up a bunch of tweets from him that were very, very They were kind of vague, but they definitely were very descriptive in a way that... Mm -hmm. You know, like, in a way that it wasn't like... You couldn't take that as a joke. Like, if you were thinking these thoughts that it was definitely... You know, something... It just was too far. So, Mm -hmm. he was tweeting those, and Disney completely cut him off. Even though there was, like, a third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. They cut him off, they're not letting him. And I remember being, like seeing that the whole guardians of the galaxy cast had signed this like petition to have him back and like what and like in that in my mind I canceled that whole cast because mm-hmm. if they can think that that's okay
1: and yeah. sign their
0: name to for saying that's okay yeah then, like what does it say about and that and
1: i would also bring that back to a capitalistic money making ideology cuz they don't want this person who gave them this huge, huge money-making opportunity in Guardians of the Galaxy to go away, and they not have money anymore, you know?
0: Let's unpack the fact that he was canceled for, you know, reasonable things.
1: Reasonable things, yes. And
0: then the whole cast had... Put that aside, said he is a different person. I know my director. I If he wouldn't say these weird <laughs> things about children.
1: Scarlett Johansson.
0: Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Let's unpack her how about? Let's unpack her continuous cancels with the LGBT culture, with with the racism.
1: With Scar Joe.
0: Scar Joe. Let's let's talk. Okay, so goes to the shelf.
1: Yes, I do believe.
0: So Scarlett Johansson was in the American version of Ghost in the Shell. It was a very much anticipated film. Um, It's a it's a big anime. Like I think it came from probably a a book, a novel, or something. Yeah, it came
1: from a manga of the same name.
0: Yes, so it came from a manga, and everybody's anticipating this movie. Very excited. But I think it. what happened with this is the same thing that happened with Avatar The Last Airbender when it came into movies, where they hired on a white actor, although the actor was supposed to be Asian. And, yeah. Yeah, and the reason she gets canceled for that is not. Is because, well, one, why are you going up for roles that should be Asian traditionally? Mm-hmm. Two, once you get accepted, why are you... You know why are you accepting those roles?
1: Yeah, why are you allowing this narrative to be whitewashed?
0: Yeah, it's important. It's important for the story if it's something like that to have that race. Mm -hmm. Because it just it's good representation for everyone else, and it's important to the audience. If that's how the audience viewed that person, Mm -hmm. they want to see that.
1: Someone gets canceled you can either just give that obligatory apology video, apology tweet, it's not who I am, I've changed, or you can show that you've changed Mm -hmm. and actually try and better the situation. And like
0: Kate said, like, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for you to show that you've changed. And that's what you should also be looking for in someone else. You should be looking for them changing. You shouldn't just ignore them completely because they're still going on in the world, you know, and, like, they're going to the people that they still have as fans the residual fans are going to be people that support him to wrap it all up cancel culture is is something that isn't as beneficial as a lot of people think we should be looking for people changing
1: mm-hmm. it it's a toxic mindset
0: toxic mindset to
1: engage so frequently and so intensely in cancel culture
0: if you have any comments, concerns, or hot topics that you'd like us to cover, you can contact me and Griffin at either tessa.osborne, T-E-S-S-S-A dot O-S-B-O-R-N-E, at statenews.com, or Griffin Wiles, G-R-I-F-F-I-N dot W-I-L-E-S at statenews.com. You can also hit us up at our socials. At Instagram, we are statenews. Twitter, we are the snooze. And on Facebook, we are just the state news. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day. See you guys
1: next week. See you guys
0: next week.